0: Good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Let us begin our worship with a confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin receive your forgiveness and grow into the fullness of jesus christ our savior and lord amen let us confess our sin in the presence of god and of one another most merciful god we confess that we are captive to sin The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, we implore you to hear the prayers of your people. Be our strong defense against all harm and danger, that we may live and grow in faith and hope through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. THE HOLY GOSPEL ACCORDING TO MARK GLORY TO YOU, O LORD When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him, and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue named Jairus came, and when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay hands on her so that she may be made well and live. So he went with him, and a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for twelve years. She had endured much under many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and she was no better, but rather grew worse. and be healed of your disease." While he was still speaking, some people came from the leader's house to say, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the leader of the synagogue, he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. When he had entered, he said to them, Why do you make a commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. Then he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother mother, and those who were with him and went. where the child was he took her by the hand and said to her Talatha come which means little girl get up and immediately the girl got up and began to walk about she was 12 years of age at this they were overcome with amazement he strictly ordered them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We again have Jesus in a boat crossing the sea. We aren't told exactly where he is going, but it sounds like he may be going back to where he was before he ended up in that windstorm on the sea where he calmed the waves and the wind. As he approached land, he can see the crowd waiting for him. Do you suppose these people have been camped out there since he left, hoping for his return? Jesus is becoming quite popular. The people like what he says and how he treats the people. These are the ones who have been oppressed by the religious leaders. Jesus does not stay in the boat, this time to talk to the people and teach them. Instead, he tries to walk through the crowd, although we have no indication where he was going or what his plans were. The crowd was relentless and would not leave him alone. They were eager for more of his teachings We don't know how many had come in hope of healing, but one man pushes through the crowd, or more likely the crowd parted in deference to him because he was one of the religious leaders whom they did not want to offend. Because of his standing in the community, Jairus gave no thought to pushing his way through the crowd, possibly expecting special treatment from Jesus because of who he was. I'm sure he was used to being treated with respect and getting what he wanted. Yet when he reached Jesus, he fell at Jesus' feet and begged for help for his dying daughter. Even Jairus knew that this was no ordinary man. Jesus, filled with compassion for Jairus, agreed to follow him to his home as they made their way through the crowd. Imagine how upset Jairus must have been when they could barely inch their way around all the people. After all, Jairus had no idea how long his daughter had to live and he was desperate for Jesus' help. If the density of the crowd was not bad enough to try to maneuver through, all of a sudden Jesus stops to address those around him because he felt He had felt someone grab onto his clothes. Can you imagine how Jairus felt then? Do you suppose at this point he was grabbing at Jesus' arm, urging him to hurry? And that Jesus ignored his plea. He was now talking to a woman, an unclean woman, who came to be healed. As far as Jairus was concerned, this woman should not even have been out in public and should definitely not have touched Jesus and made him unclean. It was then that Jairus got the news that his daughter was dead. Suddenly the crowd and this unclean woman became his enemies. They had impeded their journey and had killed his daughter. He was devastated. Jairus could not understand why Jesus was not upset with this news. What did he mean by telling Jairus to have faith? What good would faith do now that his daughter was dead? It was at that point that Jesus told the crowd to stand back so he could get quickly to Jairus' home. Jairus was probably thinking that it was too late, so why be in such a rush now? But he didn't argue with Jesus. He continued on the way, grieving the loss of his daughter. Jairus soon found that Jesus knew something Jairus did not know. Jesus was going to save his daughter. It was with great joy that Jairus and his wife watched his daughter walk up and around the room after she was awakened by Jesus and told to get up. Suddenly, Jairus forgot how upset he had been when his request was not honored in a timely manner. He forgave the crowd and understood why so many people were following Jesus. Jesus was used to being interrupted. He always took time to listen to those who needed him, even if he had other plans for his day. How many of us can say we are as gracious when our day is interrupted? When I first began my job as a church secretary, I thought it would be a good idea to plan each day with what I needed to accomplish. Although that sounded like a good idea, I soon found out that there were interruptions to my day that made it impossible to finish my list of things to do. Interruptions included things like the pastor giving me a new task or someone coming into the office who needed someone to listen to them. These interruptions were important. So it wasn't long before I learned, instead of making a list of things I needed to accomplish each day, I would make a list of things that needed to be completed by the end of the week. By doing this, I was more attentive to the people who needed me and less frustrated when I left the office. Interruptions are going to happen, and we need to find a way to be gracious and helpful. It doesn't matter how important or unimportant the interruption is for us. What does matter is how we can help others. Jesus did not ignore the woman because Jairus was an important person who had asked for his help first. Jesus knew that stopping to help the woman was important too, not because of who she was, because she had a need that was life-giving for her. Jairus' need was not less important, but it also was not more important. Jesus took care of both of them, but did it out of compassion, not importance. What seems like an important interruption, what seems like an unimportant interruption to you, may be the most important thing to the person who chose to ask for your help. It may be as simple as a listening ear, but it may be the best thing you could do for someone else. When we are called to be Christ-like as we minister to others, we need to remember what Jesus did. Jesus never let any of his plans for the day interrupt his ministry. What would have happened that day if he had avoided the woman who was hemorrhaging or refused to go with Jairus? The lives of the woman, Jairus, his wife, and his daughter would have been changed forever. The woman would have probably died from blood loss, and Jairus and his wife would have watched their daughter die. We may never have interruptions that are life and death situations, but we will never know unless we are willing to stop what we are doing and attend to those who are asking for our help. Pay attention to those who are reaching out to you. Don't let the interruptions of your day upset you, but think of them as Jesus moments. You never know whose life may change because of you. Amen. God of hope, the ministry of your church extends across borders from nearby neighbors to distant countries. Help us to find ways to cross these borders with the good news of Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, we give you thanks for the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the land that provides us food. Empower us to protect all you have made. And we ask that you bring needed rain to parched lands. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Righteous God, we pray for nations and their leaders. Give them a spirit of compassion so that no one will have too much or too little. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of healing, your touch has the power to make us whole. We pray for those suffering from physical or mental illness. Embrace the sick, especially those listed in our bulletin, those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Seth, Meyer, Ria, Chad. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for this assembly and all who gather together in worship, revive our spirits, renew our relationships and rekindle our faith. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for the faithful ancestors in every age whose lives have pointed us towards you Help us to live lives of faith until we we are reunited with one another in the last days. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift our prayers to you, O God, trusting in your abiding grace. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Go in peace.
1: Remember the poor. Thanks be to God.